Welcome to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. Teen Financial Freedom is a personal finance blog run by teens who are on a mission to equip their peers with the knowledge, resources, and understanding they need to become financially free for the rest of their lives. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host here today, Chase with Terry. And we are going to, as I said literally seconds before now, dive into Terry's midlife crisis trauma at 19. A little ridiculous when you put it in the grand scheme of things, but <laughs> it is something funny that I've been... Okay, well, to be fair, come on. You're 19. This is the, Going to college is one of the biggest decisions that we've had to face, that you, that I'm going to have to face, that you've had to face. Like, and it's big, man. It determines your enti- the entire rest of your life for a lot of people. Like, that's the reality of it. So, guys, today on the podcast, Terry was just kind of talking to me about some of the difficulties that he's facing as a young entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur who's going into college. He kind of, and part of the reasons that he went into college in the first place, some of the difficulties and uh, second guessings that he's having now. And I really wanted to bring this content in front of you guys because a little while back, me and Jacob and maybe Terry, I don't know, Mm -hmm. did an episode where we kind of sat down and explained why we thought college was still a good idea, why we're following this path when we've seen other young entrepreneurs not go to college and be very successful. So Terry, obviously, we kind of talked about it a little bit already, but you're in college now. And mm-hmm. why did you end up, well, just give us a quick overview because we've done okay. podcast episodes about it in the past. Why did you go to college in the first place, being a young entrepreneur and having all these ideas in your head? It was a bit of a, I was on the fence about it. In the beginning right and even even right now I still am to a degree um, but it really boiled down to even though I'm on I'm an entrepreneur at heart one of the lessons I learned from rich dad poor dad is that uh, you should never really turn something down just because you're not gonna make money for it or basically there's there's a lot of value in experience and doing things not just for money but also for what you can learn from it and from the connections you can build um, that was kind of one of the lessons I pulled from right. Dad Poor Dad. And so one of the things I've told myself is that if I ever had the opportunity to take, say, an entry-level job at a firm or a company I was really passionate about and wanted to um, be at the highest levels in that, like I really just believed in the overall mission of that company, um, then I wouldn't turn down an entry-level job there to get my foot in the door, per se. Right. However, I always knew from the beginning I never wanted to stay there. And I've never really wanted to – I mean, this is – changed as time has went on. When I was first getting into the business world, I was all right with the idea of starting at the bottom and kind of working my way up the corporate ladder because it's what seemed natural at the time. But the longer I've been in the space, the more I've been like, I know it's possible for me to not have to work, like not have to start at the very bottom and work 20 years in a company to become a CEO. Okay. I know there's other options, there's other avenues. Um, now, if I wanted to do that, if I truly wanted to do that, no problem with it. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, but I'm not going to get into all that, but basically, at one point or another, college seemed very feasible or like it was very something I really wanted to do according to kind of what I anticipated my business career looking like, per se. As times went on and I've become more entrepreneurial, um, that's kind of changed. I've kind of been a little more on the fence about it and kind of like a part of me has always wanted to not go further with the school because a part of me has right. always felt kind of pulled down by it and kind of just annoyed by it. Agree definitely there. So that's been kind of my a little bit a little picture or snapshot of my struggles with it before. But back to your your actual question about why I went to decided to go with follow through with college. My dad works at a seminary. 
Um, and right across the street from it, like literally right across the street, is a private university. And mm -hmm. if he works at the seminary for five years or more, I think he's been there for like six or seven by now, um, then he gets free tuition at the private university for my siblings and I. Uh, so he's been working there for a few years. He became, he got those tuition benefits eligible or became eligible for those tuition benefits. And um, at the moment I decided to start college, it was last minute for me, but I had, I was working through a spring semester of homeschool. I was kind of struggling to stay motivated and keep consistent with it. Um, and he just said, hey, you're 17. You technically have the eligibility you need to start college. Why just start a year early? Like, why wait till you're 18? So at 17, right. I decided just to take up, to like kind of quote unquote activate those benefits and start my uh, college journey at the right. university across the street. So that's kind of how it happened. Really the core of it comes down to the 30 second answer. I should have sort of just let off with this. The 30 second answer to your question is, my dad had really good benefits. So completely tuition free benefits for me at this private university right. uh, that I'm literally a third of a mile from. So, are you still at that private university now, or did you transfer to somewhere else? I am. I'm still here. Okay. Yeah. And the, so, you, so you literally still is, live like two feet from your house. Yeah, like it's it's literally not joking. Like a third of a mile. I've done the. I pulled up Google Maps and measured. It's like a third of a mile from my house <laughs> to campus. Uh, unfortunately, I will preface it by saying it's not completely cost like uh, free for me. Mm -hmm. uh, there are still some costs in that because the university still needs some way to make money. Um, yeah, of course. I have to room and board. So I have to pay for like, or I have to board at the college. I still have to pay for room and board and a meal plan. Um, so while I could have gone for like literally zero money if I had stayed at home, which I would have, and um, got my tuition paid for, I still have to pay about seven grand a year, I think it is, for mm -hmm. a dorm room and a meal plan. So, so now that you're in college, you've been in college for, you're 19 now, mm -hmm. right? Uh, well, we'll be 19 in two months. Oh, shoot, Terry. Two months? You're going to be old. I know, right? Um, anyway, you've been in college for a year, year and a half now. Like, this is your second, third semester in college? Fourth. Fourth, fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it's not third semester anymore. Um, but how, what, how are you feeling about the college experience now? Because I know you said you're kind of having a midlife college crisis. You're struggling yeah. with it. Can we, can we dive into this a little bit? This is the part where I cut you off earlier. I, I'm curious to hear about all of this so for context i've done three full semesters uh, this is my fourth one um it's all been going pretty well um and i'm going to kind of start diving into some of the stuff i was talking with chase about uh, before we started recording here basically as an entrepreneur at heart i always knew before going into college that a degree a college degree isn't entirely necessary to be a successful entrepreneur in the same way that it's necessary for an aspiring doctor to, like it's required to have those like degrees and those mm -hmm. certifications and all the schooling. Like for, if you're gonna you be a doctor, yeah, you, need the you have to have the credentials as a doctor. Yeah, like there's like people, like you need those credentials to be a successful doctor. Not the same as an entrepreneur. Um, and that's always been like a big point of like a debate in the entrepreneurial finance world of whether or not young entrepreneurial people still need to go to college at all. You got people like Gary Vee, who made terrible students, <laughs> are successful <laughs> business people, and are pretty like against, not I, I wouldn't say entirely against college, but they're like very pro just 
like not yellow it, but just run it down in the business world, figure it out, start some businesses, side hustles, all that stuff. Then you got other people who are a little more traditional. They're like, yeah, I would I would recommend going to college, getting an initial bachelor bachelor's degree, and just kind of starting like that. I ended up going the college route simply because I had great benefits available to me, and it was going to seem silly to turn down um, a free premium bachelor's degree, per right. se. I mean, it's not like a super prestigious school, um, but I think it is like 40 grand a year in tuition for one year. Um, so it isn't entirely cheap either. Um, so get, getting it for free was, was a deal. Um, kind of where the frustrations have come in is that while I was never really expecting the curriculum or what I was going to be learning in classes to be like insanely amazing, um, I did have high hopes for it, I guess. And as I've started to get further and further into my business classes and my other classes here, the more I've realized while my, my professors are all really good people, um, love them. I've, I don't think I've had a single professor so far that I don't like. Like all my professors have been genuinely great people. Right. I don't want to be where any of my professors are at in 10, 20, 30 years. Um, right, I get it, I get like it. Like none of their positions in life are where I want to be down the road, long term. None of them, like, don't, don't read that the wrong way. None of them are in bad positions. They're all, they got great family lives. They're making a decent income. They're hopefully doing what they love, teaching other students a subject they care about, et cetera, et cetera. But as, as a, once again, entrepreneurial dude with big dreams and big goals, big aspirations, um, it's just genuinely not where I want to be um, mm-hmm. later in life. And so I've started to struggle with the mundaneness of homework, of school, of this like continual wave after wave after wave of papers and assignments and exams and quizzes due It feels like it's, Um, I gotta be honest, I kind of get what you're coming from because as a high schooler, that's like the definition of the high school experience is literally just rinse, repeat that. And it starts to feel like you're not really getting anywhere. Like week to week outside of the business, and this isn't the podcast and everything that I'm working on, it feels like I'm just getting by in all of my classes and like I'm learning things, right? But it's just a continual, okay, get this done so I can go home and do my podcast stuff and my this crypto like stuff, whatever. Yeah. And I'm sure yeah. you have the same feelings. And so it's been, it's been aggravating because as a, as a guy who cares a lot about productivity and time management and efficiency, um, it is one of the hardest things for my personal motivation to be required to do stuff I don't care that much about. Like it is one of the hardest things for me to know that for my success in this class, I need to sit down and read hours of this really terribly written textbook that was written by a 60, 70 year old professor 20 years ago or whatever it is. Right. Um, that's just like, it's a textbook. Like who enjoys reading textbooks per se? Like they're never really that well written. Um, and, and and it's just like that's one of the hardest things for me to force myself to do. And the other part is, um, not to sound egotistical, but I know as an ex- a successful entrepreneur does not hold does not wear all the hats himself for the long term. He might initially right. when he starts the business, but a successful entrepreneur, a Jeff Bezos, a Bill Gates, a Steve Jobs, they aren't their own accountant and marketer and inventor and HR person for the entirety of the business. Like Jeff Bezos right. wouldn't even be a fraction of successful as he is 
if you was trying to be his own accountant, and own marketer, and own HR person, and own sales rep, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Those are all roles a successful business person is gonna have to hire out. And I've noticed this firsthand in my mom's uh, real estate business she has, she's struggling a lot because she has so many other things going on in her personal life and aspects of the business that she's really skilled at, um, mm -hmm. that she's torn in many different directions and the business is kind of just struggling because it needs these other people with these other skill sets and the time to focus on those aspects of the business to make it successful. Um, right. I'm saying all that to say that when I take a marketing class like I'm taking right now, it's hard for me to care much about it when I know that in the grand scheme of a 10 year plan, I probably am not gonna be in a marketing job. Like I'm not gonna be a, a full-time marketer myself. I might have some knowledge in it, I might have enough knowledge in it to know how to hire the right person for the job, but it's not going to be like, it's it's not what drives me in life. Um, and right. so it's aggravating feeling like I'm quote unquote wasting time in these areas, in these specific classes, in these topics that I'm not going to do much with. Um, like to be honest, there's a few classes I've already taken that I remember very, very little from. Um, and so I'm, I'm saying all that to say that the one of my bigger struggles so far, the kind of the bigger reasons behind my quote unquote midlife crisis so far in, in my college career has been, the, the curriculum has been a little disappointing. Um, and I mm -hmm. guess the, the kind of the realization I've had is that whether or not I get a bachelor's degree doesn't entirely dictate whether I'll be a millionaire or a billionaire or an uber successful business person. And right. so then I asked myself, why am I, why am I taking this degree? Or like, why am I getting this degree? Um, that's just kind of the very pessimist, college pessimistic, entrepreneurial focused voice in my head talking to me like that. Um, I'll flip to the pro side though, why I'm still sticking around with college, um, kind of the benefits I'm striving to get from it. I had two conversations today with mentors, um, who have taken, one was a former lawyer, so he's, he's had experience in higher education world and another right. is in seminary right now and so I kind of shared some of my struggles um and they could relate and they gave some encouragement and they basically said you're not on the wrong path per se because you're getting a good education for free so you're doing well taking advantage of that we right. also acknowledge that you don't really want to be where any professors are down the road as a long-term career plan that's entirely acceptable one of the biggest things you can leverage from your college degree, from your college experience, is a network, is the people. And right. to be honest, that's one of the other things that has lacked, has been lacking this semester that's really started to, to frustrate me, is that my roommate, for personal reasons, for reasons I am not entirely, like they were fine reasons, um, but my roommate dropped out last semester, so I'm solo dorming right now. Um, mm -hmm. Just kind of in a dorm solo, which is fine. It's like, it's been nice having the space of my own, but. Um, another dear, like a, a good friend of mine who uh, I worked closely with over the last semester or two is taking a remote, a semester remote. Uh, so I haven't been in contact with him. And then it's just been a struggle to find like-minded peers to kind of yeah. communicate with and to network with. And it feels like a lot of the business majors and marketing majors and finance majors I've been talking with, 95% of them are all planning on the same thing, which is just getting an entry-level job, sticking around with a firm for 15 years, and uh, saving up $2 million in index funds and a Roth IRA, 
retiring and calling it good. And let me be clear, nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Doesn't um, sound like that much fun, to be honest. But it's not worth it's like I know personally, I find there's going to be so much more I can get out of life. Um, Agreed. There's just, it's not the path. It's not a wrong path. Don't get me wrong. But it's not the path I want to take. And so it's been discouraging feeling like the only person on campus um, who thinks like that. Things like that. Yeah, I don't want to say has big aspirations. Everyone has aspirations big according to their personal life experiences and goals. Um, but it's been it's been very discouraging, I guess, not interacting extensively with any like-minded peers, I guess has been the big thing. Um, and so to wrap up kind of everything, I let me just say this. My first mentor, his takeaway was this. He said, if you were in Harvard or Yale or one of the top five universities in, in, this, in the U.S., my advice would be to stick it out and to learn what you can from the classes, but to really leverage that network, to really meet people, to connect with those few uh, professors who are really unique and very entrepreneurial-minded themselves, and to network with those few, few peers who you will interact with over the few years um, who will make great connections later down the road. Right. So my advice for you, if you were in a top edu- like top college in the in the state or in the uh, U.S. as a whole, would be to stick it out and get what you can from it. And my takeaway from his advice was that until I know deep down that I am completely maximizing and try my very best to get the knowledge I can, the think the genuinely good advice from my classes that that I can, and to maximize my networking and my friendships and relationships here at college. Um, until I do that, I don't necessarily have any right to throw away a free degree um, right. and to feel good about it. And so that's been kind of encouraging, um, knowing that there's still a lot of potential left in this degree, in this college experience here that I'm not taking advantage of yet, that I have just need to brainstorm ways to do. Um, and so that's that's been kind of a, a helpful piece of advice I've been chewing on. The other thing, which is this is kind of going to get I guess a little more controversial advice. The second mentor I talked to, he basically said that his first semester, first year at a college, uh, he was, he was a, getting his undergraduate in business. I think it was business admin. Right. He had a roommate who's like his fa- his parents, his family were like uber wealthy. Um, he was right. a, he was the CEO, a really successful successful business dude. Um, he said he had a great time with that roommate because he was like, uh, he said basically he basically got to get a snapshot or a little sneak peek into what it was like to live at that level of wealth for about a year. Right. And he said that was like a super eye-opening experience for him. He said that he got to sit down and talk with that roommate's dad. And at that point in his life, this mentor was really focused on getting like straight A's in business school or in that in that business major. And he said after interacting with the roommate's dad, um, the guy said, basically asked him why. He asked him, so why are you so focused on getting all those A's? Um, and he's like, well, I wanna be like you. And he corrected mm-hmm. him and said, no, to be entirely truthful, A, the A, straight A's and B students are the people I hire to answer my telephone and to, mm-hmm. uh, and to do the work, not, not that he's above it, but to do the work uh, that will hold him back from doing what he's really skilled at or his, his particular skill set. 
Right. Um, and he says, when I'm, when I'm looking to hire a CEO or a leader or a higher level business person, I'm looking at the people who have C's and D's. Um, and that's a little bit of a, it's not necessarily like a rule of thumb, like all successful leaders and entrepreneurs get C's and D's in school. That's not what the point of the little story is. Right, right. But it's to say that the most successful people aren't obsessing over getting A's in college, specifically at an, at an undergraduate level. Um, and so this mentor, his advice to me was figure out what you need to get what you can out of this degree and what will help you pass fine. Like, don't try to fail. Don't let yourself fail and don't get F's and like just flunk out of classes. Um, <laughs> right. But don't hold yourself to getting A's entirely. Like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. But if you're feeling burnt out, if you're feeling like you're struggling with school, don't give yourself an even higher standard that you're going to struggle to keep with, like keep up with. Um, basically, the title of this book comes to mind. It's written by Robert Kiyosaki. A students work for C students, and B mm -hmm. students work for the government. It's the title of a book Robert Kiyosaki wrote, and it's kind of stuck with me. Um, and while I'm not taking this mentor's advice to the extreme, like most people listen, like hear that and be like, oh, that's bad advice. This guy's telling you to go out there and purposely like get D's on the test and not turn in exam or not turn in uh, essays. It's not what he's saying. He's basically just saying, do what you need to do to maximize this degree to get what you right. can out of it. But focus on the things you actually care about. Focus on the things that's actually going to make you wealthy. That's actually going to grow your businesses. Focus on the things actually that you enjoy. Um, your personal hobbies and side hustles and businesses. Um, I don't know. I've been talking for a while, um, but that's kind of where <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of where I've been at. So like my midlife crisis. That. No, it makes it makes a it makes a lot of sense because. I mean, for me personally, I do I do know we're going a little long in this, so I want to wrap it up and just yeah. kind of add my thoughts. It's it's hard for me as well because you you raise a lot of good points, like mm -hmm. the the whole rinse repeat cycle of school and yeah. how for a productive person, for a person that's trying to grow a business, it's difficult. Right. And quite frankly, for me, I feel like I fall behind a little bit in everything yes. because I'm trying to focus on school and my family and my businesses, which I mean businesses i have the podcast i have the right i have some writing stuff that i'm working on while i'm also watching crypto markets and working on my investments mm -hmm. and that's a whole beast in itself while also trying to have a social life and stay fit mm -hmm. you know and like it's a lot it's a lot especially for a productive person and it becomes difficult to balance all of that and i can see where like you know cutting school would just be the easiest thing to follow through on right but i think the thing about college is more so than maybe like a necessary necessarily like a traditional job no you're not making money yes it's a lot of work but unlike a traditional job that networking is in there yeah like, like you said i think the networking is the biggest thing that comes out of college and you're you're um oh my gosh your business mentor is 100 percent right like genuinely like if you got a free education sitting in your lap there's no reason to throw it away and even if people don't have the same dreams as you i my best friend um, one of my, one of my closest, closest friends told me quite frankly, he asked me a hilarious question the other day. He was like, Chase, do you think that I can completely ignore the stock market, crypto, everything and live out a happy, good life and just be by myself? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> like quite frankly, you probably can like yeah. there, uh, you know, um, and that, that's all that he wants is he wants to. 
he wants to go to college, get an engineering degree, and then he wants to become a race car engineer. Like he wants to work on NASCAR and F1 tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, not maybe not even on on one of those teams. He just wants to work as a race car engineer, and that's it. That's his entire life's aspiration. Which there's nothing wrong with that at all. Mm-hmm. It's just some people just don't want it. Like go, going being a big businessman and making tons of money holds no interest for him. Right. He just wants to chill by himself and work on cars because he loves cars. Yeah. And he's one of my closest friends. You know what I mean? Like, and there's still a lot of value in relationships like that. No, 100%. He, can't, he helps keep me grounded. Are you kidding me? I trust him more than like anyone in the world. Yeah. So I think in the end, a lot of college comes down to networking. And even for entrepreneurial individuals like, the, like us, there's no guarantee that anything that we does is going to work. Right. Like, to be fair, quite frankly, I could probably go work at McDonald's and survive off that for a long time, oh, yeah. especially now that they're hiring at $15 an hour. <laughs> um, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't have a backup plan like a college degree right? or at least some way to get hired. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because everything could fail. Everything could go wrong. Okay. And that, that's the hard truth. We don't know that anything's going to work. And that's part of the reason that when I think about college, I think to myself, like, oh, I could not go to college but I know that my parents will be looking at me within a couple of days and being like, all right, Chase, so what's the plan for the money here? <laughs> you know, they're going to be like, all right, what's the plan? You don't seem to have a job. You seem to sit at your computer a whole nope. lot. And there's no, nope. there's no proven track record behind me that is definitely going to be like, yeah, you can make money. You can do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's so another it's, huge it's thing. Is that especially as young, young entrepreneurs um, who don't have a lot of life experience yet, it is very difficult for us, I would say, one thing to keep in mind, those who are listening, is even though you might feel very strongly about your abilities to be an entrepreneur or your passions for it, um, don't inflate your ego so much to say that you know exactly what's going to happen or that you know this business is going to take off or, or this or that. Basically, don't just completely disrespect the life experience and the advice of the older people around you if you haven't entirely proven yourself. Um, like it's easy, it's easy to talk, kind of talk a lot, um, but until you've actually proven that you can make money, that you can support yourself, and that you're not just sitting in front of a computer looking like an entrepreneur, um, like basically just making the, the motions per se, and not actually making, like, quote unquote, doing anything, making, making enough money to support yourself. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is don't avoid college, don't like not go to college, just sit in front of your computer and act like an entrepreneur and take advantage of like living under your parents' roof for, for years. Like, don't become a basement right. dweller. Because um, if you're not going to go to college, you need to have a really aggressive plan of action for how you're going to run this business, who you're going to intern with a year, uh, who bus- like, which business mentor you're going to uh, shadow and pick their brain. And basically, the, you're basically going to have to create your own college path, in a sense, or your own curriculum, your own aggressive course of action for you to accelerate your, your personal life and your business life. And I guess that's like just a huge difference between whether you go to college or not. Uh, another way you can leverage college uh, is to kind of use it as a as a means for like a runway between a minor under your parents' roof to becoming an adult, uh, paying your own bills, managing your own income, your own personal finances, and eventually either getting your own job or running your own business. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's nuanced. It's no one hundred percent. I think. I, a lot of good thoughts in here. Um, and I don't know, maybe maybe Ian can go through and listen to this and cut some things out, whatever, whatever. But 
I do think there's a lot of good content in here. Um, and I'm glad that we kind of talked through it, Terry. Yeah. So to the listener, sorry if we went a little long or got a little got a little boring somewhere in here, but it's all genuine thoughts yeah, in here and, and genuine things to take in and consider as a person who's a young entrepreneur. Because a lot of the people who listen to this show, they've reached out to us, we've talked to them. They're people like us who are yeah. considering starting their own businesses, who are super interested in finance, who think that they can make it on their own. And a lot of them probably can. Yes. Like that's the genuine truth. But these are all things that we need to consider. Because quite frankly, I could probably make it without a college education. Oh yeah. Would I'm I thrive? Sure could. Fifty-fifty. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in the end, it's an individual decision, and you should do your own research, clarify your own thoughts, and just really look at where you want to go with your life. Yeah. We still Any final have the thoughts, Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we still don't have the answers ourselves, and kind of the reason for some of the length in this podcast is that we're just a lot of this is we're like figuring it out as we are verbally processing kind of what we've learned learned and seen so far oh um, yeah and i would say a big a big piece of advice i have for others who are in similar positions as me or chase say if you're at chase's position where you haven't started college yet but you're about to um and you're you've got a lot of questions in the space or if you're in my place where you've already started college and now you're kind of like do i want to go further um talk to other people talk to mentors talk to people who've already gone through college um talk to people who are successful business people or have their own careers who didn't go through college, get a few different perspectives. Um, that was a big thing I did today. I talked to two or three different people who um, have different life experiences and are in different positions in life. And I basically just got their, their perspectives. And that's helped a lot with rationalizing kind of all these emotions and ideas floating throughout my head. Um, that would be my big piece of advice is to talk to some, reach out to some people and talk to them. 110%. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. If you want to hear some of the older episodes where Terry or Jacob and I dove into why we're going to college, um, I believe those came out sometime in December. So definitely go back to the podcast feed, check that out. Ian, put the links in the bio. The links are going to be in the bio <laughs> to this episode. So you guys can go check that all out. And thank you so much for listening. Terry, hope you have a wonderful rest of your night, man. You too. See you. Thank you for listening to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, leave a review, and share this with someone who needs it.